Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. to another episode of the eavesdrop podcast my name is francesca jelly here and this is delamar my name is jude rocha i bid you good day <laughs> wow wow we got we got that much today but yes. usually he's very very matipedha with his greetings hi guys Just good jude. i'm jude <laughs> <laughs> but today is a special episode. Maybe. Yeah, today is a special episode. Um, of course, uh, we are still continuing our celebration of Pride Month. We've had awesome guests so far, and um, today is no exception. Yes, that is right, because we've got this lovely lady who's had a decade of solid brand management experience in several regions. This is all prior to pursuing fashion styling Full time. Currently, she makes half of the styling duo Rain XM responsible for the show-stopping looks of Maymay Entrata, Edward Barber, Bianca Gonzalez, Jolina Magdangal, Christian Bautista, Sam Concepcion, to name a few. If you love their looks, this is the lady, well, half of it, responsible for those. In addition, she is also an entrepreneur. She also spends time to advocate for self-love and the LGBT community and the reason that she is joining the Eves gang today. Good morning to M. Milan. Pride Month. Thank you. Thank you. The Eves drop. Hi, M. You know what? Knowing fully well that we have a celebrity stylist joining the show today, we took extra time in uh, fixing ourselves. Huh? Huh? Really? Eh, hindi naman pag ito na yung prepared na ko naman. <laughs> Lipstick lang ako, gels. Ano ba? Oo, wag naman. Dapat, oh, dapat nag-turban din ako. <laughs> um, I will I will share with you later what's the inspiration behind the turban. Anyway, yes. 
Okay, hello Em. Thank hello. you for gracing the show. Thank you, thank you for having me. You know, when we invited you to be part of the Eve's Gang and to join us for today's interview, you were extremely excited because this is really a passion of yours. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Indeed it is. Um, and maybe I can share my story later, but this is one of the platforms of how I discovered myself too. So I really just want to give back as well. Okay. Well, you know, you wanted to reserve your journey for later, but why don't we start yes. with your journey and then we'll move on to why this is really a passion of yours. Can you about how you uh, discovered your identity? Okay, so essentially my story is, well, ever since I was young, I, I have discovered that parang I felt I was just a very effeminate boy. I would play with like my sister's dolls and be very feminine. I wouldn't even have a label for it then. I didn't even call myself gay when I was young. Um, until high school, I went to a boys' school. Um, and then in... Especially in the Philippines, I guess if you're born male and you like other men, you're just bakla, diba? You, you don't mm. even have another word for it in Tagalog. You don't even have a Tagalog word for it for trans. So I just identified myself and I realized that label as bakla when I was in, in high school with a group of friends. So you're either just straight or, or bakla. So all my life, um, I have been living like that. Um, so I went to college and then I entered the workforce knowing that I was a very effeminate gay man. Okay. Eventually, I think, and I would attribute it to social media and the internet when I have been seeing more and more people like me on social media and the internet. And I was learning more about them that I got to do my own research as well. Now, I would then stumble upon SOGI, which is um, mm. social orient- uh, sexual orientation and gender identity. Mm-hmm. And then, and this was just very recently, this was like maybe just five years ago, that I realized that I was not a gay man, not because I was born male and that I like men. That doesn't make me gay. So researching about it made me realize that I had a different label for it, and that was trans, Mm. that I was born male, I like men, but I feel like I am a woman. So that's when I realized now, and that's when everything felt right for me. And then that's when I rediscovered myself and identified myself as trans woman since. So that's the short story. Uh, of my okay, career. so if we were to backtrack, so from grade school to high school to college, um, in terms of being uh, out with your identity about at least a feminine gay, um, did your family know? Yes, yes. How did they accept it? How was it taken? You know, I, what was your experience with that? I was very lucky to have a very accepting family. And I I come from a very religious family. My dad's a pastor. My mom is very active in church too. So ever since I have 
had their support. Um, it was in high school that I think my teachers told my parents na, yung anak niyo po nagme-makeup siya sa school, in a boys' school, and that wasn't allowed. So I get my makeup confiscated in school. Mahal ba? Mahal ba yung makeup mo? Sana hindi masyado mahal. Hindi. Allowance budget eh. Right, right, right. I felt so bad because that was like my lunch money. Lunch money. So there, and then my my teacher told my parents, and then of course my my parents were very, very accepting. They were like, I hope you don't feel that you're any different from this family. But I guess one thing that my, particularly my dad told me, that I just don't want others na bastusin ka. So that's what I'm scared of. Mm-mm. So if we can work something out or like, Basta just ensure me na hindi ka babastusin because I will be hurt and I will fight for you. That's like right. okay, that's it. So ever since, I just made it a point na dapat I would... So in my head, in high school, I was like, I should, je- I should get a good job. I should be successful in life because I needed to prove na kahit bahala ako, I can do things which... I, I don't even think about it as discrimination back then. I was right. like, it was, it just felt so natural that this is the society that we live in. Um, people like me get discriminated, but I have to prove myself maybe doubly hard just to prove that I am worth mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. To be useful in society, no? Yes, yes. Uh-uh. yes. And so, I have a question because I'm also a pastor's kid. Oh, and uh-uh. Uh-uh. so I wanted to ask you, because I know that, Obviously, it's you're not Catholic, no? No, no, no. Okay. Protestant. Uh, is there a specific denomination? Would you care to share that? Methodists. Oh, Methodist. Okay. Because I'm Baptist. Well, yeah. I was uh, raised Baptist. And I know that the, the, the church is very, very strict. Yes. Uh, so, hearing your story... Um, I feel like, wow, that's, that's very big of your parents and your family, right? Because sa mga Protestants, parang ibang level eh. Yes. Diba? Yes, it's, it's very, very different. Well, my parents are very old. They're almost 70. Um, and up to this day, I don't think they understand the concept of soji. Yeah. But my Parents also do a little bit of counseling here and there to other parents who are experiencing maybe the same things with, with their kids. Um, and they may not be able to explain it in a very, um, like, theoretically, but they all come out of, of verses from the Bible about love. Mm, so I right. think that's, why, that, that's what makes me lucky because... Um, my parents just always tells me that it is out of love, no matter what kid you have or what gender he or she chooses. It is about love, and and that solves everything. And that's that's where they get their anchor from the Bible from. Well, that's were wonderful. you were you accepted by the church as well? <laughs> um, I go to church, yes, uh, but I wouldn't say that it's like a valid acceptance from the church. But of course, like when my dad preaches, I go to church and and with my family. Um, there's no discrimination when I go to church. I feel. Okay. So, yeah. Was there any backlash um, yeah. from your father's maybe congregation? 
Oh no, not at all. Not at all. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I guess I'm not sure if it's because he was like the pastor and and in church when you're the pastor, it's like the pastor's family is first family, yeah. Yes, you about them. So I'm not sure if I'm not sure if if there is any discrimination that I just didn't feel. Mm. But but right. I didn't feel any for myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Listening to your story, I, I see like obviously there's um, a lot of a lot of similarities between because uh, we also interviewed Mosh Reyes, who is the son of uh, Coach Chot Reyes, and just like you, his teacher boy. Also, but this one specifically, their teachers outed them. True. Yes. <laughs> I'm, and I and I'm thinking maybe because it was of the time, the feeling that because. And it was an all boys school, but I mean, how did you feel? I mean, did you feel betrayed by her teacher, or was your teacher just informing your parents na ah nagma makeup siya na? And what was your parents' reaction yeah, when they I were feel, told? <laughs> as a parent, I feel so awkward. Oh <laughs> now looking back so and like researching <laughs> about how you are not supposed to out someone else. Yeah. Parang now, I feel na parang mali yun ah. But when I was in school, I didn't feel like that was something that could, I think, at this day and age, be something very illegal pa nga sometimes. Right. Right. But I think because it was an all-boys Catholic school, so I think uh-uh. I just took it na, oh my gosh, they really just have to say it. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. Was it? Because if if I was in my if I'm thinking as a administrator, it was like all boys school and a rule like make, make uh, wearing makeup in school. But it's so off the mark that they probably didn't want to out you, but. In saying that you wore makeup, it was implicit. Because why naman magbe makeup ang lalaki, de ba? Yes, yes. And I think, I, if I remember, I think they were quoting guidelines from the handbook that there. was on uh-huh. mental manly. Yes. Alam ko, mga ganyan sila, di ba? Wait, I have to, you know, as Fran was just saying, it was a common theme. The common theme as well from all the guests celebrating Pride Month was the sense of having to prove your worth. True. To yeah. society, your use. Parang, uh, it's not enough that you exist. You have to say, oh, I, I have use, I have ta- extra talent that I can offer society. Mm-hmm. But then, your acceptance can hinge on that. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I think it was very, at first, it was difficult for me. I didn't see it as discrimination at first. But because I was in an industry that wasn't necessarily accepting of the LGBT community, because I went to corporate, and, mm-hmm. and because... Um, and and my last one was a pharma company, so they're very conservative. Yeah. Um, so back then, because I didn't feel that much acceptance, I really wanted to prove to them that even if I was who I am, that I can do just the same mm-hmm. as like my heterosexual counterparts. If yeah. not more. Yeah. If yeah. not more. Um. Right now, looking back, then I realized na parang, that shouldn't be how it is, especially for young kids planning to do something outside, uh, planning to do something and excel in somewhere where it's not necessarily accepted yet. And I don't want that for them. Um, 
So that's why I just want to spread the news a little bit more that even if your sexuality says who you are, I don't want that to be a hindrance to what you can achieve and what you can mm. do to the society. That's just, right. that's just uh, very sad. Mm-hmm. I like, think um, it's, it's, no, no, go ahead, no. Like, kumbaga, it, it's, it shouldn't be a factor. Like, if you're looking at somebody's um, competence, who they identify as should not even be factored in. It should yes. just be them as a person. Yes. Pero ganito, in contrast, pag pinanganak ang babae, wala ka nang kailangan gawin. That's it. Pag yes. pinanganak ang lalaki, wala ka nang, mm. yung, yung parang, you don't have to prove that you deserve to be accepted. You just are. Yeah. Yes. And yes. I think, uh-uh. But, you know, when I, you were talking about it, and since it was a common theme of um, the LGBT that we've had on the show, I think it was essential. It, it, it worked in your favor. It, it, it's not good for you, no? Kasi, syempre, parang may extra pressure. But if I think about all the industries that, you know, people tended to rely on the LGBT community, they realized that when this, all of this was happening, was like, they're, it's essential. They have something that people, other people don't have. And mm. that's what everybody brings to the table, right? So kung meron kang mga lalaking magaling sa sports, oh, we need that. Mga lalaking magaling sa math, we need that in society. Mga babaeng palaban, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. It, it was a way to kind of prove that, you know, without us, sanang buhok nyo? Yes, <laughs> I yes, mean, not, yes. not to limit it, not to limit mm. it. What I'm saying is, as an opening, it was, an, it was a way to understand. Yes, yes, yes. Pero, pero, pero what, at this uh, day and age, at 2020, it's, nagbabago na ba? Is that a wrong thing? What do you, what do you think? I think, I think it's slowly changing. So especially when I was going into corporate, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, as accepted yet. So I had to prove myself na kahit bakla siya, he can deliver the numbers. And I, I was a he back then. So buti to market siya kahit bakla siya. So mm-hmm. for me, it was, uh, I used it as a driving force to perform. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I, I would attribute that to, I guess because I was strong enough, I guess I had a great support system. Mm-hmm. But not everybody would be as lucky and yeah. use it and positivize it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But now I think more and more companies are including pride in their discussions and, and institutionalizing them in their, in their corporate culture that slowly it is being recognized. And if ever you get discrimination at work, there are legal grounds that you can. Right. You, mm. you, yeah, there's a recourse, uh-huh. a legal recourse. But I, I guess I don't want it to lead to wait for that path before yeah yeah Uh, so for you okay so once you started doing more research of course social media the internet um your identity became more clear to you yes so wait okay can you talk us through like how did you like oh was there a a light bulb moment ah yeah (laughs) switch from he to she Mm -mm. yeah yeah so i guess uh, versus other stories so I came out twice first one was that in yeah. high school I came out as a gay man to my right. parents of my teachers and then I remember when Isa Siguera got married 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he got married and they were saying that the wife is a straight female. Okay. Right. So in my head, I was like, no, of course not. Kasi babae sa babae. Lesbian. Lesbian. You're uh-huh. right. right. Uh-huh. So, uh, so bakit, bakit it wasn't recognized as lesbian? Why was she straight? And then that's when I started researching. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, and then that's when I studied Soji and realized that I was trans. So I talked to my sister and talked to my family and told them that, you know what? I think I'm trans. And to them, of course, I mean, to me, it was a totally new concept, much more to them. Well, my my siblings were young, so they were able to understand that quite well. But your parents. (laughs) But my parents were having difficulty grasping the concept of identity versus orientation Uh, versus like biological sex. Correct. Yes. So until now, I think... (laughs) So, so slowly, my siblings were transitioning from calling me from brother to sister, from he mm-hmm. to she. Uh-huh. My parents lang would still have trouble calling me because like for 30 years of my oh. life, we've been calling me he, none. So right now, they still slip. But I mean, I know it's, it's of course, it's very not, oh, it's not because they want to call me. Uh-huh. It's not or, coming yeah. from any hatred or anything. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. It's not that for 30 years calling uh-huh. me she. It's just not easy to just switch and call me she, my daughter, my like uh-huh. that. So that's what yeah. they appreciate then. Em, you know, as as you're telling the story for how many minutes now, I, did you, kasi parang I feel like you had um a more accepting environment yeah of the people that we've talked to it wasn't like that for tito boy walking down the street with his parents was terrifying because people would call him bakla or or in um in bisaya bayot and mm. he was scared for uh the parents yeah Pero listening to you uh, it's a different tone it, it's as if you you are so accepted and you feel light what i'm saying yeah. is there's a lightness to your coming out story. Is that fair? Um, I recognize that I am very lucky to be born into that family. And I recognize that not all families are like that. Mm. Even when I was in high school um, and teachers would tell my, my Orcada's parents also that we were all wearing makeup and not every one of us would be as lucky as I am. Some would yeah. Really, some of them bubugbugin ng dad or Uh-oh. some of them transferred schools. So it, it was very hard for most of us. And I we're just a few who were like very lucky. So I mm-hmm. guess that really helped in, in my journey as well. That's why I want to encourage and even talk to my mom that if, if she could talk to other moms as well and just share her experience about it because she would know exactly how it feels. And I, I couldn't. I couldn't share that experience with her. So, so that's very different, I guess. So, so let's just go back. Because for people who are not very well-versed, you know, maybe they're, they've been running around in straight circles and have, this is the first time that they're actually hearing a story like this. But in this day and age, because it's everywhere, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but we need a distinction between a gay man. So a gay man is somebody who is, he is born in the right gender, biological sex, and he just likes another man, right? Yes. Yeah, so 
if you are born in the right gender that you identify with, but you like the same, the same gender, gender. Then uh-huh. you're gay. So whether you're born female and or you identify as female mm-hmm. and you like but, other females, then you're gay. Uh-huh. Or yeah. okay. But the trans is different in the sense that they were born in the opposite gender, but deep inside they feel like for you, you were born biologically male, mm-hmm. but yeah. in your in your identity and how you see yourself is really female. Yes. Yes. Okay. And that's ever since. And that's ever since. Okay. okay. So, so, wait, because um, after you described this in the beginning, there was already confusion in my head Now, oh, wait, I am not gay. I am definitely trans. If somebody were to, were to mention or introduce you as gay, how would you feel? Is that like an insult to you? Would you be offended? Would you correct that person? Um, I wouldn't be offended, but okay. I would try to correct. Yeah, because okay. I I wouldn't blame someone else for their lack of of knowledge about about it. Because like in our culture, especially in the Philippines, we don't even have a Tagalog word for it. Totoo. Uh-huh. ka lang or bakla. Mm-hmm. So especially if you're talking in Tagalog, there's no other description for for trans. So for them, the Tagalog word for me would be bakla. And they just think I'm just an extreme form of homosexuality. Parang umbrella term is bakla. And then you have a spectrum, right? Yes. On, yes. on the, oh, parang ganon. And then we distinguish the transvestite. And ito, mas, mas familiar ako with a reading I found about uh, English men. Where they're transvestite, meaning they dress up like women. Mm-hmm. But they're male. They're mm-hmm. attracted. Ganon, diba? So I guess, you know, when we were doing, I, I used to do the morning show on the radio. And yes. when this was... <laughs> you mean Lily M? Yes, I know. my way to the office when I was in So there was a time and you were like, okay, please be don't, if, please don't be offended because to people on the outside... They really don't know. Sometimes yeah, it's know. ignorance. Oh, sometimes they're just not well versed in the distinctions. And I remember, may mga kwento pa na nagtaxi, uh, nagtaxi si Chico somewhere in Bangkok, I think. And then yung driver nila, um, female for sure, pero nakabihis na laki. So, nung magbabayad na sila, parang, um, Anong sasabihin natin, sir? Sir, dito lang. And, and it was like, what do you do? Where, and, and I guess that's where, Shampa, you know how you feel. But people from the outside, um, they don't know. Kasi meron ding mga, mga bihis babae, but they still want to be called he. Yes. What is the rule on that? Is it a rule like, just ask and we'll tell you. Get on? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's the rule now. If for someone outside of it, if you're unsure, ask. Uh-uh. Okay. If you're inside, I think it's just be easy on others because it may be coming from a place of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Unless you know they're yeah. just meant to demean you. Uh-uh. Um, right. But sometimes even on, on, on Instagram profiles, your name is there and your pronoun. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Because it may be coming, we're, we're at a phase where it's an education phase where we're educating. Yes. It's not everyone knows about this. So I think if we could be kinder to people and educate them. So from the outside, if you're unsure, then 
Ask. Ask. Okay, so right. let's talk about the pronouns. Okay, because so because there's a pronoun that major confuses me. Yung they and yes. them. Meron pang they be. Huh? <laughs> oh, my they be. Meron they be. What's they be? Well, well, in Canada, they came out with what? 76 new pronouns that you're supposed to use. 76? I like how you just like from the outside and from the inside. So from the outside, you know, um, everybody on the show is, is, is very open minded. And then like, but Yunya, you, you, when they say 76 pronouns, I don't want to offend anybody and I want to, you know, educate myself. So let's, okay, not, let's not delve into the 76, but what are the main, what are the, what are the main pronouns that we should know about? So I think for me, it's just really, if it's masculine, she, him, if it's feminine, um, she, her, her, if you don't, if you just want to be neutral, they, them. Ah, mm. okay. So you make singular? Wait, who's the singer? <laughs> See, uh, Sam Smith? Yes, Sam Smith says he identifies they? with they. Okay. Parang natatakot ako sa grammar. Kasi yeah. yung ano, yung, oh, oh, yung, yeah. yung subject. My- Subject yeah. and uh, no, pre, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. And because diba, sometimes it's a tense, Del. It's a grammar, it's a grammar. Even I have troubles with it, na parang, it doesn't sound right in my ear, but so it's it's corrective. Pa rin. So sometimes Uh-oh. even I make mistakes because diba, parang when you listen to it, it doesn't sound right. Yeah, when, right. So we're changing that and it will take some time. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, I have a question because when you say trans woman, Mm-mm. so the things that that pop in, into most people's minds, especially if you don't know anything about it, is okay. What does it mean? So we 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 establish that you are born in a gen- biological sex that you do not identify with. But in terms of transitioning, ano yung range? Because meron yung they just want to dress up, take some hormones, mm-hmm. put on some padding, mm-hmm. but still, essentially, they're still all male. So, could could you run us through the the range of the trans woman? Um, there's really no definitive range of transitioning. Okay. That some people choose to not transition. So there's so in soji there's gender expression, how you express yourself and how you present yourself to the world. So if you want, I am presenting myself to the world as female. So I'm aligning that with how I feel internally. And some people do not have that liberty. Some are maybe at will or, or maybe they just choose not to or maybe they cannot in any, way, uh, in any form. But you don't have to show yourself as who you identify with, and that doesn't invalidate your transition. Okay. Okay. No, no, we got yes, that. We got yes. that. Oh, we got that. So uh, even uh, if baga- you don't express yourself as a gender that you identify with, but you still feel that your identity is different from your biological sex, then uh, you're still trans. Okay. Okay. But, but the trans as a prefix means you're going from one point to another. Yes, right? you're changing your biological okay. sex. Okay. And then, and then depending where you are in the transition, because just as an expression, they align with the yung, yung feeling nila. And then yes. there's you where you want to express as female. Yes. And then at the very end of the spectrum, 
would be people who would have had total surgery done. Is that right? Yes, yes. yes. So it's really aligning. So it, your trans, if your biological sex is different from what you have in your head, you don't okay. have to have any physical alteration, whether it's clothing or surgery. Okay. Validate your transition. So, so just it, mentality it, alone, you can be trans. Yes. Okay. So I have a question. Okay. Is there a trans woman but looks male? Yes. That's possible. That's possible. Okay. 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 Wait. Okay. So let's oh, hold wow. this thought. I, I just thought of something. Is there discrimination amongst inside your, within your community? Like, let's say, you know, maybe some people don't get that thinking that parang, I am a trans woman, pero I still want to dress up male. Yes. Are there people who kind of like, hey, bakit? So shouldn't you dress up as a woman if you feel like you're a woman inside? Make I think one. there are. Yes, yes. I think there are. Because some are not as lucky to have that the resources or an environment yes. where they can express The them. support system. Uh-uh. Yes. Yes. So... so- I don't know, like even with the blacks, they always say that the light skin, yeah. so within, yeah. within the group, I think everywhere. everywhere, so even within the circle, I think yes. there will still be discrimination of some form. Ah. Um, pardon my ignorance, is there a difference between trans woman and transgender? We've heard the transvestite is basically somebody who just wants to cross-dress, but the identity still remains uh, as same as their biological sex. What about trans woman and transgender? Well, transgender is the most umbrella umbrella because you have trans man. Uh Okay, so it's like transgender and then you have trans woman and trans man. Yes. Okay. Uh We're born female but identify as male. Okay. This is really very educational. I think, because I think a lot of a lot of um, resistance comes from being scared. Mm-mm. Being scared. I mean, from from Maybe from being the scared st- to ask. Uh-uh, the street community, but they they're also scared to be ignorant, to be seen, perceived mm-hmm. as ignorant yeah, correct, or correct. insensitive. Na parang minsan inunahan na nila na parang ayoko nang alamin, basta babae kayo or ayoko nang alamin, uh-huh. basta lalaki kayo, di ba? No. But uh, scared to to be. Ignorant or scared to offend or, you know. Yes. Because uh, uh. I think this is good because it's asking the uncomfortable questions. And I yes, think, yes, um, you know, uh, we really appreciate you being so open and honest and being just welcoming to Excited, our questions. Excited, actually. Because yeah. the, the fear is there. The fear is to ask the wrong question and then that person being offended. Like, I don't want to offend you, but I have so many questions, deba. Right? But yes, in uh-uh. this context, I know if I ask you a question, he become offended. And, and you're just gonna tell me like how it is. I yeah. think that I think that's why your advocacy is so important because yes. the tone in which you you do the talk, uh-uh. like ever since we started the recording, I don't feel and I don't feel animosity. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. feel a defensiveness. It was yeah. just look, guys, this is me, okay? <laughs> and and I think it sets it really does set the tone for how people can be open minded. Because yeah. it's not like an attack. Yes. Yeah. So, parang your energy, because it's so positive, and I think it, it comes from your parents, mm-hmm. from the community, and that's what you, you bounce back to the world so that the world bounces back 
the same energy. So mm. my question is, have you ever had an experience that it wasn't positive? Um, there were several. There were several experiences that that weren't as pleasant because of the gender identity that I have had. I mean, even in corporate, there were issues that I I wasn't supposed to get accepted to a job that I applied for because I looked like a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and even microaggressions in the corporate culture na parang, no biyan, siya, nagkilay pa kasi. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. So even those Lam- small things are parang, yeah. Why? Why should that be an issue? So, M, welcome to the woman's world. Because <laughs> when, when you're talking, I mean, straight men have built a career, a stand-up Uh-oh. comedy career on, you know, t- talking about how women are always late, they're busy mm-hmm. with their bags and their shoes. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, I'm curious because you know, you are indeed very lucky, truly blessed, and many of our listeners would always comment na ang swerte nung naging guest namin kasi they were well accepted by family, well accepted by the surroundings, especially in your case, parang minimal talaga yung na-encounter mong aggression. But curiosity, have you encountered difficulties maybe when it comes to relationships? Especially with with men who don't really know and who don't know how to ask. And I'm citing this because I have a friend who is a gorgeous woman, mm-hmm. but he used to be male. Pero talagang pag tiningnan mo siya, ang gandang babae. And he, she traveled um, in Europe, encountered men, and then when it was time to get together, and then they found out, nabugbug siya. Yung mga ganong, may mga... Wait, wait, may tanong ako. Em, have you watched The Prime Game? Okay, sorry, kasi... Well, I'm a lot older than you probably years. Anyway, because I remember in the 90s, in the early 90s, it was a film. The Crying Game is a film with Stephen Ray. And he had fallen in love. No, he, he I forget the plot. But there was a singer, uh, a black singer who was gorgeous. And he got very attracted. And there was this kind of dance between the two of them. But you knew that there was something different. And then exactly as Jelly had, had, had recounted, at the time that they were going to do it, then he realizes Nah, not biological female. Um, can you say, like, has that ever happened to you? Um, well, for me, it has never happened to me because okay. I am very open about it. At the start, okay, and I, yeah. I import, even on my Tinder profile, that was that's the first line. <laughs> I am okay. a trans woman, so I guess, I guess. That's why it has never happened to me because any okay. man that would swipe right on me should have read my profile and should yeah. have. So they know. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't know. Maybe some would conceal it because they would. I, I don't know for any reason, but I guess there's also some reason because there's a dysphoria that they deny that they're trans or for any other reason. So for me, it has never happened. 
Um, and in the end, I think it will just boil down to like preference because mm-hmm. some men would like to date trans women and some won't. And I wouldn't be offended with that in the same way like if you say you like chinitos and you don't like white guys or you yeah. like... It's, it's just a matter of preference. preference uh. Men who will like trans women, Mm-mm. there will be men who won't. So, mm. so, so I have never had that yeah. issue. Because I also make it a point... Maybe because of security also, that's, um, I make sure that I announce mm-hmm. at the start yes, just to yeah. know what are getting into. Um, right. So I don't have to like say it later on. And, so there are no surprises. There's no, no surprises. surprises. No you know, I really, funny. I really like your outlook because it is very upfront. Because I would mm. assume maybe sometimes the one, the trans women who don't want to say it upfront, it's like, um, one, maybe they're scared or there's other issues there. Um, yeah, I'm mean, sorry, I got lost in my thought, but I, you're so just very comfortable with yourself and making sure that everybody around you, if they meet you, well, you have to be comfortable with me. This is me. If you're a single mom, right? Oh, you're a single mom, you go out dating. Oh, yeah. And the, oh, at this point, you know, do you tell this guy you're dating you yeah. have a child? Yeah. Oh, it's a universal law. The that is, is correct. I don't think people, I don't think people appreciate being uh, tricked or yeah. not being told the, the a most important um, fact about the one you're dating. So it, it doesn't have to be a trans woman even. But but see, I get that. Because it's not, it's not really tricking. Because I was a single mom. And when I was dating, it was very uncomfortable for me to say, oh, I have a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get it. You know. And well, there like, will be rejection then. Kasi, yes. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. But, well, when I think about it, there, well, there will be rejection. Some men will like, it, that you're some men will not appreciate that you're trans Mm-mm. but some men will and it's really just a matter of preference in the end okay so sorry uh, mon i'll just correct that huh? what i mean by tricked is the feeling of mm-hmm. the receiving end not not the woman Mm-hmm. And it's always a question of when do you say? Kasi minsan, masyado bang maaga? <laughs> diba? Oo, baka sabihin, Oo. parang assuming ka naman. Oo, but, but it's, so, <laughs> it's so tricky. The dating game is really tricky. Yes. Yes, yes it's true. Are you, are you taken? Are you uh, in a relationship if you don't mind? No, 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 not in a relationship right now. <laughs> But the man gonna no no no. Ano? Huh? Baka may listeners na interested. So there you go. You can find them on Tinder. <laughs> What's the new app? Sorry. Or in you or in, in the states. states ah, in the states. Oh, oh too. Mm-mm. Correct. <laughs> You're so beautiful. Can I just say that? And I, I don't think it's physical. Em. It's the energy you exude is really yeah. It's something else. I'll tell uh, you. I, I recognize that I've been lucky growing up with a very supportive family and my environment, even my friends, um, even the church, the community. Um, I've got lucky with the workplaces that that mm-hmm. also embraced me for who I am. So so I think it's a result of all of that. So that's why 
I want to share it para wala na ring matakot to do and explore who they True. are. Yeah. True. You yeah. know what, um, I think you can already tell just how accepting or how accepted you feel. Because the mere fact now for you, you you never even think about hiding it. Like you said, in your Tinder, it's it's there right away. Um, your your profile, you've never kept it a secret. I And I think that stems from the fact that from the very beginning talaga, from your very foundation, which is your home, your church, your family, sobrang accepted eh. Um, ang galing nga sa'yo, they'll role reversal from our story with ano, Tito Boy. Kasi kay Tito Boy naman, parang he was worried that his family would be harmed because of how he was. In your case, your family was worried for you. Yes. That's yeah. how protected and secure you were. Eh, ang galing lang talaga. That's the reason probably why you exude this aura of just love and acceptance because that's the foundation you have. Right. I, I think also Jelly like with uh, Mosh and how mm. she was accepted by her parents. Yeah. And then M in the same way. You could see that the home really takes a lead in the life of yeah. any gay person. Correct. If there's any conflict within the home, immediately there's a defensiveness. Yeah. Right? Because you know, experience more from the beginning. How, how would you want, you can't expect the world to be accepting of you mm-hmm. if in the home where it's supposed to be loving, they don't. And I guess that's one way that we want we want conversations like this mm. because in the development of any child, whether they are straight or not, it seems to be that the love of the parents, the acceptance of the family and the community is so key in the well-being of mm-hmm. anybody. And uh, that's, that's what we're getting. And I feel like the more stories we see of this, the more it will encourage parents not to be scared, mm-hmm. you know, Yes. And to, to see that there is another way to react. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. Tama. Yeah. And it, through your platform, um, like for there's young people out there who may not be so lucky uh, that ha- they don't have this support system and they are faced with, you know, really heavy discrimination and hatred. Um, are there organizations or an advocacy that you're part of that, you know, maybe they can contact that you know um, of? institutions that I'm part of. Okay. But- if there are anyone, if there's anyone like what you're feeling is valid. So if they would like to reach out to me by DM, nice. totally Aww. Okay, wait, wait, where are you on like IG? I'm sure you are. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm really on IG. Okay. Because it's very important. Oh, Emiliana. Looking at the screen, check out the profile and the window. Very fortunate to be interviewing people who have strong support systems, but I know that there's kids out yes. there who are growing yeah. up and maybe they're getting hurt on a daily basis emotionally and sometimes I can reach out to you. Yes, yes. I really want to give back because like for me, I had the resources yes. to research. I had the opportunities for that and not everyone would have that. Mm-hmm. So so I would I, do, I would like to do as much as I can to reach out to most, if not all of them. Oh, okay. Let's there, huh? Follow, follow M. Um, okay. Can I ask a personal question? Um, 
for you, we were all asking personal questions, but um, <laughs> where are you in your uh, transitioning? Um, do you see yourself transitioning more or? I, I think I'm very comfortable at where I am now. I'm in a very happy place. I'm happy with who I am. Mm-hmm. I have never felt better. So nice. I, I, I'm I don't know. I mean, I can't say for sure what the future, if I would feel differently, baka may ma-research ulit ako or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. I just want to say anything with finality. Right. All right. Uh-huh. That's right. Okay. That's nice. And, you know, when we interviewed uh, Tito Boy last time, somebody brought up a question asking Tito Boy for his take on the church and their views on gender preferences and gender identity. Your dad is a pastor. Have you guys ever talked about the acceptance of the church with regards to the different identities and um, orientations that we are coming across now? We haven't really had a discussion, na parang formal discussion, but mm. very casual, like maybe over dinner. And yun yan, like what I said earlier, it will always be about love. love. Very yeah. casually, um, he he share a story about uh, a family at church where the son is gay, and then he just casually say na parang ah, this verse would say that any mom and the love for his child. I mean, the the exact verse escapes me, but he would always come back to verses on the Bible about love, love. and acceptance, the bond of parents and their kids. Mm. So that's how he builds his views with regard to the church and, and sexuality. Mm. Mm. You know, if, if people are, especially the Protestant side, and, and of which I am a part, I was a part of, you know, Jesus Christ ran around with the lepers they're mm. the ca- the castaways. The, these mm-hmm. are the pariahs of their time. Prostitutes, mm. you know, the the kumbaga, the the ones who society has cast aside. And he was always clear about love thy neighbor. Yes. And he was always like if any of you has not committed any sin, Mm-mm. then you throw cast the first stone. Exactly. Because none of us is blameless. Mm. And I I remember that as I was listening to the episode with Tita Boyna you know, because a lot of people struggle with their faith, especially if the faith is so didactic. Na parang, no, the Bible says this. And they only choose to focus yeah. on the Old Testament. Diba? Na parang, hindi eh, bawal yan eh. Even the word sodomy, for example, it comes from a story of Abraham when he was in Sodom and Gomorrah. It comes mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The angels had come and because they saw these, you know, gusto nila, yeah, sila yung mga taga, yung, yung mga taga Sodom and Gomorrah and saying, sino yan, sino yan? We want to have our way with them. And mm-hmm. there was, that was when it, the, the term sodomized was born. And, and I'm, I'm so happy that from your upbringing as a Methodist, it was full on New Testament, man. Parang mm. Christ has come here to save all of us. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And all I, of and us. Today, I think it when when I'm being conflicted with thoughts on on faith and theology and the Bible. At the end of the day, it will be my personal relationship with, okay. with God. So right, everybody else can say differently, but I believe. In my faith, I believe I will believe that. Yeah. So, and, you know, you, there's nothing wrong with being a good person. So if you continue yes. to be a good person and, and your personal relationship with God. Wow. 
Em, your story is amazing. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying you- to rack my brain. I don't play, what are the other uncomfortable questions that people are afraid to ask? Yes, please ask that uncomfortable yeah. questions. Would you be open to, like, for example, somebody just asks you outright on your social media accounts, posts a comment on any of your photos, uh, asks for your orientation. Are you going to be open and just answer it? Or would yes. that be offensive to you? No, 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 no. Um, I, as long as any question would come from a place of seeking information. Yeah. Okay. Right? Not to, to offend. Yeah. So even right now, like if people call me, I mean, in the local <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't But if people would call me, and I would know that the context is because but if like, like especially with a group of friends you all we call each other it's a it's a sign that you have been allowed when you let your friends call you that like your straight friends yes, to call yes, you that yes. uh-oh because it means in, in this day and age where everyone's so scared of being lynched yeah. <laughs> Everybody is so tense. <laughs> Being canceled, called out, diba? So, right. Yeah. Ay, nako. Sobrang nakakaaliw lang. Wait, okay. So, what is your advice naman for, say, kids who still don't know who they are? They're still figuring it out. Uh, I think to anyone, kids or even people my age who are still trying to figure it out, Take your time to figure it out. Yeah. If, if you would need more research to figure it out, you don't have to labor yourself now. You don't have to yeah. have a final answer of what your identity is or even who you're oriented to or what, sec- uh, or what gender you're attracted to. You don't have to finalize that now. You don't have to know for sure now who you're attracted mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. But take your time and explore. If you would like to research about it, read more about it. If you would like to watch porn or like, yeah, explore your your options. Yeah, be more open about it. I agree. If you're attracted or not, and be honest with yourself, Mm. but don't be pressured to label yourself now. If you're getting confused now, take Mm -hmm. your time, and you are the only person who can say for sure who you are and don't let uh, tell you nice. what you're supposed to do and who you're supposed to like and what you're supposed to feel. Yeah. Right. I, I think they can draw inspiration from you nung sinabi mo kanina na I don't want to say anything with finality kasi yes. baka mamaya I'll encounter something and parang uy, mas ako to. <laughs> I actually have a friend who's also trans and we were talking about Pride Month and like recently. So, diba, if you're, ident- if you're born male, I and attracted to fee, uh, and also attracted to males, and then she goes, "Na, oh wait, I'm also attracted to to females," and she just discovered that recently. recently. Mm-hmm. Yun, alam mo gusto ko yung tanumin kanina. Naguway lang ako. Sabi ko, kasi like, okay, we'll be honest, Em. All of these three girls that you see on the screen, <laughs> you know, we we've, we've accepted that we are kind of fluid. <laughs> you know, if it. Especially in our reaction, Jude. Sorry, pero pero totoo kasi I mean that's the we've all thing. entertained seriously or otherwise, you know, like oh my attraction to the other sex or the same sex. 
So I am, you know, we won't say which one of the three. Pero merong isa. Nakipag-kissing. And medyo okay sa kanya. At nag-enjoy. Yon, nag-enjoy siya. So, uh, is that possible? That you would be attracted um, to a female, a biological female? Kasi your friend did it. I think it's a wild, wild west, no? Oh, oh. It, it is possible. Um, I've checked. If I would get attracted, as of the moment, I'm not. Dita ka. Now, in the words, in the words of Tita Boy, ay tigilan, ay tigilan. So hindi, but you know, you could it, but in the future, if I, I maybe I just haven't met someone. Uh, yes. Uh-uh. I'd be no. so attracted to that regardless of what her body parts are. I'd get attracted. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, mm. maybe I just haven't met her yet. Right. Or, uh, so, in, in, si Jelly, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a firm believer in that attraction, aside from the physicality, is really like the soul. I'm attracted yeah. to a the person. Spirit. Yeah, or the spirit of a person. Okay, and then plus, long if I'm like, you know, sexually attracted. You are male or female, and diba? even even that is a spectrum. Yeah, people who are just very, um, you know, it, the body parts matter to them. It's it, it, there's no way about it, right? right? Even if I'm attracted to your soul, but you don't have the genitalia that yes. turns me on, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. But I, let's just leave each other alone to figure <laughs> it out, diba? right? Because we don't, we we never know. You know what? I watched gay porn. In the 90s. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I need to know. I need to know. And, and, and this was gay porn for men, not gay porn for women. Mm. And it was like very arousing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I didn't know in general. <laughs> it's around, but you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you don't understand. Like, like the, the porn you consume would be... Um, the one you are immediately... No, no, I understand. I've seen... I mean, like, either porn for me is arousing. I... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very <laughs> honestly. We're yes. very fluid. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but, you know, but that's me. And then uh, that is not, like, the majority of society. Yes. The majority uh-uh. of society kasi, is very, like, uptight about this. They're not as fluid or open-minded. And that's okay. You can be that. And that's, that's okay. Preference. Oh, yeah, diba? that's okay naman. Na lang ako sa ano, porn preference ko. <laughs> I let the girls do the talking. <laughs> you know, be silent. I don't why. preference No, no. For me, what I noticed is because you know how it's always been a, a fantasy for men to see two women, right? And I need to speak softly just in case my daughter hears me. Um, so you would always, when you're watching like straight porn, you would always see two women. And I noticed that is more arousing for me than seeing a man and a woman. Uh-uh. So if, if I were on my own and I needed to take care of things, that's what, I would click on. Oh, yes. If we shared a house and Jelly was, if we all shared a house and she, each of us had our own home, but na yung move yung song na on my own. Alam na natin kung ano kinakaroon ni Jelly. 
Kaya siya shock sa atin si M. <laughs> Sabi niya, these crazy ladies. <laughs> God. You got them on a roll. Uh, no, but, I, <laughs> but I think that's, I think you could sense that a conversation doesn't feel this free. Hmm. If the one you're talking to is not as free. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's easy to be open with you because you're so open with us. And I hope that this podcast translates to other people's experience. But hey, it could be that way. It doesn't always have to be adversarial. Live and let live. If it's yeah, not for yeah, you, yeah. it's not for I mean, you. I don't want to come off as like woke and like uh-uh. telling everyone that. No, we are women. You have to use the proper pronouns every time, you know. I mean, it takes time for people to learn about it. And when I think about it, it's like, I had the resources, I had difficulty understanding it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even I am having difficulty um, explaining it to people. So what more the, the person outside of the community trying to understand. Uh-oh. So it's right. a lot more complex them. Yeah, and it's a conversation that cannot just be had once. Parang oh, you have yes, hindi yeah. siya pwede, hindi siya Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we should ask M. Should, <laughs> we should ask M your your take on J.K. Rowling's stance. You go, go. You know, have you? Did you read uh, her tweet about this? And obviously, the her whole... her recent one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, what do you feel about that? Well, I think. She has a point in saying that biological sex is real. So that's a valid. I mean, I wouldn't be trans if biological sex wasn't real. I recognize yeah. I was born male. male. That's why yeah. I'm yeah. I think that validation uh, trying to correct the correct women who metric. Yeah, uh, correct. Because, but then she was. Yes, because mm. don't. Also, men like trans men. Mm. The article was actually not even about gender. It was. It wasn't. It yeah. was. A, it was a pandemic. It, it was the facility of giving uh, an illustration uh, for for the paraphernalia. Uh, yeah, 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 pandemic. Because some people don't have term that they use. People yeah. who menstruate. So it was like really medical, and for her to try to invalidate that and capture it, that women lang. Ito, that uh-huh. was what was invalidating about it. But I, I would agree that biological sex, sex is real. I think for me, biological and, and if you transition, then... Okay, that is, that is really important because once you go down uh, the conversations that are being had right now, um, a lot of people think that gender is just a construct. The biological X, Y, X, X doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. But, but nice to know that we have a physical body mm-hmm. and how we feel inside that body. Correct. So you can't really, you know, you can't really say it's just one or the other. Both. Okay. All right. Well, wow. I love what the way M said that and put it so simply. That's the argument. Biological sex is real. That's it. I think there's this in recognizing biological sex. Because especially medically. The mere fact that you say trans woman, mm-hmm. it's implicit. Mm-hmm. Say if you were just biological woman, you just say woman. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. there are then we see that there is a category where the biological uh, the biological body doesn't fit what the person feels inside. But yeah. in some circles, and this is where I think J.K. Rowling did a misstep because she is so entrenched in the debate yeah. in Scotland. And in, re, in their terms, there was a real implication on legislation. Mm-hmm. So but then we don't know about Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know, but that, but that article on Variety had fact-checked her. Because she had stated in her essay, it just takes somebody to say that they're a trans woman. A certificate. Recognized. Yeah. Yeah, a but, certificate. But somebody fact-checked her and said, no, all these steps to take before you're recognized as a woman or a trans woman. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. Which, which she did not state. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, in that essay or her supposed apology, uh-uh. she then generalizes it na parang anybody could just open the doors for, for predators mm-hmm. to just yeah. and, and mm. abuse women. So it's like right. generalizing na Lahat oh, ng trans uh-uh. are predators and can, yes, uh-uh. can be. Uh-uh. It's Invalidating. Correct. Now and, I and, I, I, and I think that, I'll just go back to your energy. The energy that J.K. JK Rowling was coming off of was really a de- defensive one. Yes. Probably, and I, I don't blame her because her history, you know, she's a battered. Yeah. <laughs> she was abused. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we go back to the experience, which tells you the tone of how you approach a debate the tone in which you have a conversation and as opposed to the conversation we're having, it, that does not exist right now. I mean, you know, it, because there's such an openness. You don't come at us with, alam mo yung may nangyaring masama sa'yo 10 years ago, Mm-mm. nilalabanan mo pa rin siya ngayon. Kasi, and with the people who are not your aggressors, these are people who are total strangers and you can start anew. And I yes. think that was her misstep. She had, she had, she had her own conversation in her head. You are a good opinion leader mm. that is still respectful and very for Yes. And some people are pointed out ignorant. Sensitive. But anyway, Em, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Em. Thank you so much. We're gonna have you we're gonna have you over again, okay? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> eavesdrop. <laughs> Thanks, Em. Pride Month. So much thanks for having me. The eavesdrop. Oh wow. What a great conversation, guys. <laughs> very nice. So pleasant. I feel light. Yeah. I, I I think that's really important in the in in the world right now because everywhere you go, parang may issue, <laughs> diba? Parang you need more of these conversations where it's just kind of like really it it's not light in what it's telling us because mm-hmm. there's a lot of heavy things to absorb, mm. but in the spirit of spirit of which the, the conversation we're having is taking place is very positive and. I hope that if you are struggling, if you will for yourself listening to yeah. uh, feel bad because change, not the real people, but how you feel. And I think for me, that was so, we were in the middle, like, what? <laughs> because she, she is just so open and positive and it's really nice to talk to her and I don't feel scared to ask yeah. some of the things. Now, because sometimes there's a fear. Because eh. yeah. if you should say a wrong thing, 
you know, the mob will get you and they'll they cancel you and you. kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah. So if you guys have questions after this episode and let's say you don't want to comment on our, you know, um, main social media page, you can DM us or you can actually just ask M. Yeah, uh, through IG. She is very open to ask your uh, answer your questions. On IG, she is M. Million. I'll correct there. myself. It's Million. All right. Okay, there. so there you go. That was another wonderful educational eye-opening episode of Eavesdrop Podcast. My name is Fran. Jelly here. And this is Delamar. And I'm Jude Rocha. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for Our listening. Super producer. Ooh, ooh. Thanks, guys. Hey, leave a voice message on Anchor. We want to know what you think episode. Okay. We love to see your comments, but we also love to hear your voices telling us what you guys think, good or bad. All right. And, so and, and just like what Monica always says, like uh, in, in for about our podcast. I know it's a term that's, you know, frequently thrown around without it being real, but then get an enlightened answer and then just ask us your questions and then we'll find a way to answer this. So thank you for checking this podcast out. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.